Welcome to the Homeboy Huddle. I'm your host, Green, and tonight we have with us Officer Warren, Shannon, and Rock. Today, what will be <laughs> some, the blueprint for drafting a running back. If you listen to this show and you listen carefully, you will not make any mistakes on your running back selection in the 2020 fantasy football draft. How y'all doing tonight? Hey, man, I'm good. Doing good, man. Doing good. Real excited about this show. Hello, hello. Yep, let's get it. With it being, with it being a receiving league, the running back is an important position. But it, it's being overlooked a lot this year because you got so many great wide receivers. You know, you got your Jefferson, you got your Chase, you got your Stephon Diggs. So it's not a whole lot of running backs flying off in the first round like it used to be. It used to be running back, running back, running back in the first round. But now I'm looking at, I've been doing drafts and it's only three or four, maybe two running backs going in the first round. Most running backs seem to be going between the fourth and the seventh round. So we here tonight to discuss it. So, Shannon, what's your blueprint for drafting a running back? Hey, what's up, Green? Hey, the, the, my blueprint for drafting a, a running back, you, let me back up. Like you said, you've been seeing a lot of those top wide receivers coming off the board. I still believe to win in fantasy, running backs are still the backbone of your fantasy squad. They're the ones who put it, put it on the ground, put in all the groundwork, they rack up points, and, you know, they just grind it out for those yards, man. Running backs are still yeah. very, they still very versatile. I'm with you on that. They're the running back, they catch the ball out of the backfield. They often the heart of the offense in a lot of cases. In order to win, you gonna need one. So with, with that being said, I think it's important to secure an elite running back early. It's crucial if you can scoop up an elite running back early in your draft. And for me, currently in our league, I got my eye on Austin Eckler. He addresses all of those things that I talked about. He, he, he's a he, every down running back. He's gonna catch the ball out the backfield. You know he's gonna get high ball, even yardage. He's gonna get high ball, even catches. I mean, just overall elite back running back. I actually got a uh, second running back. I should be second running back off my board, right behind Christian McCaffrey. But it, it's the the upside. His upside is right down behind Christian McCaffrey as probably the most elite running back in this year's fantasy draft. I can see that because in 2022, which was last fantasy year, Austin Eckler played 17 games, which is impressive. He had 204 rushing attempts. That's remarkable. And he had 915 yards. But you also look at his receiving yards. I mean, he had 107 receptions. He was targeted 127 times for 722 yards. So you're talking about 20, 722 yards receiving is impressive for a running back. And really, on offense with, with Justin Herbert in it now. I mean, any added depth with that wide receiver, with that rookie wide receiver they got now. So if Mike Williams can stay healthy, which he's not, if Keenan Allen can stay which he's not, hell no. Also, I'll get a ton, ton, ton of value because somebody got to make up those targets. 
Absolutely. I, but what you have, man, what pick you got in this draft? In this draft, I think I got the the eighth pick, if I'm, I'm, I'm not mistaken. You, it's, yeah. it's going to be a slim shot. Uh, but everybody on these wide receivers, everybody mm-hmm. talking wide receiver, wide receiver. I'm like, man, it's a shot in our league <laughs> that Austin Eckler can get back to seven, eight pick. If you if you look at it, because if you look at the, the, the what it's been trending from a, a draft perspective in our league, it's, it's definitely a shot. And but it goes back to what I was saying earlier: elite running backs are like gold, man. And Austin, in my opinion, Austin Eckler. Right behind Christian McCaffrey, you got Austin Eckler. And then you got that, that that kid who I'm really high on. I can't believe I'm going to say that. But the kid from uh, Atlanta, Rock Hall, boy. Yeah. B. John. Yeah. I got those three intros to it as the top three, four running backs to go off the board. And you go from looking from an elite running back like um, Austin Eckler, you know, that one day they get a lot of volume, they carry, catch the ball. To go into to that next, not even so much a next tier, but those next phase of running backs who are just all our dogs and workhorses, who go carry old, you know. So I'm in that category, Rob. So right now, Shannon, give me your top five running backs that you're trying to get your hands on. My top five running backs that I'm trying to get, you know, number one for me. I know I will never get Christian McCaffrey, so I'm gonna scratch him out the board. I think he'll be gone within the top two or three picks, but that second, right in my range, I'm looking at Ecula, Chubbs, uh, Robertson, Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, and you know what? Oh, I'm getting higher, higher above. It's Tony Pollard for some reason, man. I love another Tony Pollard. Pollard, his value is increasing. I think out of those ones that I named who has the most upside, a team that's going to be silent, it could be silent killers, and he playing for that money, Saquon Barkley. His upside is high. Is one of the higher ones uh, in the draft this year, man. He had a, a huge upside. And Najee Harris does as well. But when I say it, that's that first five to six running backs that I'm looking at, Barkley has the higher upside out of all those guys. But Barkley's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And Darren Wallace going to open the offense up so much, it's going to be ridiculous. Yes, it is, man. It's going to be crazy. I didn't realize uh, no off subject right quick. That kid, that kid there uh, is high paid rating in the league. Wow, you know what? Yeah, bad boy, man. Bad boy. You, you know, you know what? We know what else going on over here. I know we ain't talking about receivers, but I that rookie, like the rookie out of Tennessee, he he is on the guy. the workhorse running backs here. Uh, Raymond, what you thinking? Of? Who who is some key workhorse running backs that you think or, or some possible unicorns? You know that we're looking at that you're looking at in the draft for this upcoming kind of season. I don't think I'm going to take a running back early because I think that's the and and typically for me when I take a early running back, they seem to get hurt. I'm definitely not messing with. I know I like CMC. I love him as a player, but Shanahan running back seems to always get hurt. There we go. I got my mostly on tier four and tier five running backs and. When I say that, I'm looking at running backs like Jameer Gibbs, Miles Sanders, Alexander Madison, Damian Pierce, and James Conner. Because I guys can return running back one value, and I can get them in the later rounds and get two, possibly two wide receiver ones, or Travis Kelsey, 
with the fifth pick. And I could also get uh, one of the upper echelon quarterbacks and come back around and grab, you know, a tier four, tier five running back, a Javante Williams, a James Cook, Alvin Kamara. Uh, and I begin all that in other league. No, no, we got a lot with that. You 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 got some names. He must be drafting his fan duel team. He drafted him by himself. I actually got I like the Gibbs kid out of Detroit, man. I got I get he's actually oh moved up the my boy, he got a lot of upside to him. I have agree it may sound crazy to you, but I actually got him in tier two as about the thirteenth overall running back. Man, with right up under Najee Harris and Joe Mixon and the Stevenson guy for Stevenson kid from um, New England. I got Gilbert's right there, and I got him before Miles Sanders and Aaron Jones. Jerry Jones. I got yeah, uh, he's going to be sharing that load up there, though. Yeah. But who, I tell you, another one that's slowly moving up the board, man, who has a lot of upside. Uh, it, it's the kid out of Seattle, Ken Walker the third, man. I, I like mm-hmm. it. I like it. I do. He's slowly moving up the board. Right now, I got him right in that top 20. Right at is he going to be the key? The key with him is he going to be healthy. Yeah, that's the key. I, I, the, 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 the running back to start the season off injured, it's a long season. You know, we talked about this before. It's a long season. You know, they already starting off injured. I don't I don't know. I agree with you on that. You got mm. I don't know. They big. You know, high risk, high reward. Yeah, side, side clears. Uh, high risk, high reward. I mean, I like Ken Walker. He he's a young running back. He's only he's only twenty two years old. So, but the the injury, I mean, and then he has a really good back. So, honestly, the running backs that I'm avoiding this year, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm messing with Travis Etienne this year. Mm. I can see that. As as much as much as I like Brees Hall, especially if they just acquired Dalvin Cook, I think I'm gonna pass on Brees Hall with the injury concern. Now, if I can get Brees Hall in the fifth or sixth round now, I'll take him. I but with that sure Brees Hall gonna around to about week six or seven with that injury. I'm avoid I'm avoiding Kenneth Walker because I don't draft players that's already injured. And it seems like he's already injured. And then you got uh, Zach Charbonnet is definitely going to cut into that. He's a good running back. So and don't forget, don't forget about, don't forget about the kid from Georgia. He he doing good too up there in Seattle. Kenny Ken McIntosh. Yeah. With your green, let me back up a second. When I'm thinking about those running backs as well and, and drafting those backs, it's with the when I think strategy. I'm still thinking what you talked about, your strategy, Raymond. I'm, I'm thinking strictly the the top wide, high wide receiver, drafting the wide receiver first and getting those elite diamonds in, not even so much diamonds in the work rough, but work courses with high risk, high rewards. If you go and take two top receivers with your first two picks, Kenneth Walker would be a steal. Alexander, Alexander uh, Madison would be a steal. Madison? Would be a steal in there as those tier, you know, uh, lower half of the tier three running backs, man. I think that you can mess around and you can land yourself a lot of, a lot of um, great opportunity with those specific picks in the later end of those. The draft, Madison, on, Madison on my list. I told him he's gonna be a steal. 
So with being strategic mm-hmm. with picking a running back, you gonna pick a running back first or you gonna pick a wide receiver first? It is when draft oh yeah, when drafting being strategic, when you say what you're saying about who you targeted, when your pick comes in the first round, who 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 is your first round pick? Is it gonna be a receiver or is it gonna be a stud running back? Or vice versa. Do you guys really don't think it matters I'm a, who you give yep. first? Are you going your first two picks is going to be one receiver, one running back? My first two picks. Right, go ahead, Rob. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you my first two picks going to be two running backs. Okay. And, and the reason why the reason why I agree when you started off with the introduction, you was talking about running backs being overlooked. If you, I think you might be in trouble if somebody overlooking running backs because I agree with what Kate said. I think, you know, of course your your quarterback's gonna get you the, the points, but running backs are a staple part of your of your team. Especially if you can get a stud. Me me personally, I'm targeting Nick Chubb. That's who that's who I want. Okay. I, I, I like I like what he did. I like what he did last year. 1525 yard points with Kareem Hunt. I I mean the sky's are living for him this year. The hunt's gone. I'm targeting uh, Chubb, and then I'm coming back with another running back. What pick do you have? I got a number three pick. You got another pick. I got a number three pick. Yeah, I, I'm targeting Chubb. I'm coming back with another running back. And the reason why I'm not too much worried about the receiving class. I feel like I feel like in deep with receivers, and I, I know Jamar Chase and and, and uh, Jefferson yeah. probably gonna go one and two. That's fine. I don't. I don't. I know we I know we're not talking about receivers, but it's some it's some tier four, tier three receiver that I could get down the road that I'll be good with. But so, I need me two good still at running back. So with that being said, now now you looking at you looking at targeting with your strategy, you looking at targeting a receiver in the third round. round. So with yeah. that, yep. Cause you're gonna stack your stable with some stud running back with your first two picks. Versus somebody else who may go ahead and grab them stud receivers mm-hmm. off the wire, off the line first. So you get into fourth round looking at your receivers. I like now you when you go to your strategy, and then it and it'd be vice versa for somebody else who get receiver. Now they gotta look for good running backs later in the late rounds, which when Green spoke about targeting that that fifth tier, those guys probably will be around that time if you take your your stud receivers first. Now you still got some good running backs that's available. I believe if you take two stud running backs first, you know, yeah, you're not gonna have those. I think that I disagree. What you say? You got you gonna have those you say you're not gonna have those good receivers? I'm not saying you're not gonna have any good ones. Say you're not gonna have those stud receivers. I disagree, one. I, I, I disagree. Late, not, late I in, disagree. Those, in those rounds, your strategy what, got to be together. About more. What's okay, third? What are you talking about? So we talking about the third and fourth round. So you think yep. it's gonna be some stud receivers? I know it is. I know it is. I know it is. Well, I'm mean, quite on the no, 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 no. I'm not saying tell me who they are. <laughs> we we we're just talking about. We just talking about looking at the strategy in a twelve man league, mm-hmm. right? When it come back around to you in that round with your strategy and picking your running backs versus somebody else's strategy may be something else. So, like I said, it's vice versa. This person may have to go to 
fourth and fifth tier wide receivers, but you may have to go to fourth and fifth tier running backs. You, you see what I'm saying? And I'm not saying uh-huh. any strategy works. I'm just saying looking at the strategy because we're going to do shows talking about, like we did quarterback, we did a show, we're going to talk about tight end, we're going to talk about these wide receivers. When we do another show, when you talk about the strategies, you got to look at, like Green was saying, what tier of, of receiver or running back you're going to be looking at based on your strategy and who's going to really be available that's going to be a good solid pick for your for your a good for your team. receiver a good solid receiver to 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 match up with with my Nick Chubb and my Madison would be somebody like the depot said a thousand rich that you think uh, is going to be available uh, in the four in the third round third and fourth I, I I agree with it in a 12 man in the third round in the third round George Pickens, George Pickens gonna be there. He'll stud. Okay, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna, you okay. I'm gonna give you three that could be there in the third round, man. I'm gonna give you three. See, Rock said it. I just took a look at okay. it. Let's see, all right, this same Brown kid out of Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yo, Waddle, Waddle. <laughs> that Gray said no <laughs> way. He's not gonna be available. No, not Brady might not be there in the third round. Waddle not gonna be there. Waddle not gonna be there. No, Waddle not gonna be there. I'm telling you, Gary. Jalen, Jalen, I'm Waddle not gonna be there. Waddle will be there. Okay, I'm saying. Hey, hey, this, 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 this is a conversation for our next show, man. Receiving. No, but I'm saying, well, it's, 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 it's right, and it's going into our strategy of thinking. Right, and we want is one thing, but who's gonna be available when they come back around? Sticking to your strategy, you got to think about that. And, and, I have and, and what you wouldn't and like, and like, and like I said, George Pickens, I, I feel like he gonna beat her in the third round. Yeah, nobody goes either. Okay. I don't. 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 I don't think so. Nobody think he's all going to be angry. I said the same thing about Chris Olave. He going to beat up. Yeah. Olave going to be there. With yeah, he going to be. Olave. Why? Come on. I'm not going to take anything away from Chris Olave. That you should drop him early. Nope. Nope. Go pick that cat up early. Hey, that dude said he can't be in Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson for the third week. Y'all saw y'all saw that y'all saw that that Russell Wilson Jared do the stat your weekend. Okay. You run that. You run that down. But what we yeah, when you see, see, we, we we talking about running backs more, you know, before we run out of time, we we'll, we'll top five. So you know what? I'm not big on running backs. I know I need a good one. But I think so I wanted to watch I know okay. looking running backs. Yeah, I, I would say I would be one that would overlook running backs just because I'm I'm kind of happy with uh, running back two and the running back three, and that's just because I'm I'm high on receivers. That's just me. I've been like that the whole time. I'm high on receivers, but my my uh, my running backs, I, I I just want somebody that that's going to play. So like I said, if I'm even looking at, I would look at somebody like a, you know, uh, uh, if he's available, uh, Montgomery. You know what I'm saying? A Jamal Williams. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at I take a I take a I take a Dylan. He he ain't gonna go high. You know what I'm saying? He's not gonna be that high. You know what I'm saying? Based on based on the league and some of the studs. So I take running back two or running back three. That's just me. So my strategy with running backs isn't to try to get an elite, elite stud. And that's because again, when we talk about high value, these guys, high volume, these guys go down when you get them early. And they and they work horses. They go down kind of early, but then it's next man up time when these guys are the ones who get the ball 
and certain situational football and get you the points you need. So I'm looking at running back twos and threes personally. But I mean, of course, if if, if it's a high end running back, when it's my turn, I can't get the receiver I want. Yeah, I'll take a stud. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It just just depends on the what's available, what I want. But I'm I'm more high on receivers, me personally, than running backs. You know what I'm saying? So that's what made the league fun. Everybody got different strategies. Yeah, make it fun. Make it interesting. If you can find a running back that's in tier five, you know what I'm mm-hmm. you got Montgomery's in the high score offense. He he's not the number one back then. It's gonna be Jameer Gill. But y'all up a check up. He he has the city offense. He's gonna be the starting running back. They use him very well, yeah. They do. Lair hasn't gone anywhere. That's somebody you ain't gotta pay nothing Then Kyle's allowed to come around, you just got a free running back. If he hmm. don't come around, you can drop him. It ain't cost you anything. Right. You also got Rashad White. He in a bad offense. I'm not drafting Rashad White. But right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why, why do you think the offense bad? I'm just curious. I'm not saying it's not. But I'm looking at they got a lot of elite weapons too, though. Damn, but that dude, that quarterback, that quarterback got to be the general dog. If he ain't the general man, no, we don't know. We don't know what they expect from. We yeah. do. Yes, we. If do. he show up, if he show up like he did with the Red House last year, we know what to expect, bro. We we really do. We 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 really do. We really know what to expect from him. And you see Green giving that. Like we know what to expect from him, man. <laughs> it ain't it ain't you know what I'm saying? So the general gotta be the general for the for all the kids that them weapons. Complications you know for another, another another Yeah, it show. is. It is conversation for another show. We also, we also got guys. So uh, another R B one that you can probably get, he won't be a RB one. But if Samarja Piran, if if Javante Williams is still hurt, which he's been playing preseason. Now Roger P. Ryan had never been an RB1. Let me no. pray. I misspoke. But if if Javante Williams, go, that guy has value. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of value if B. John Robinson goes down. Mm-hmm. Because I think B. John Robinson is a rookie. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't bet the house on a rookie running back. Nope. No way. Definitely wouldn't bet it on the rookie. Nah, you can't put your. Put your I, you know what? I'll tell you that. You can bid the house on the Ricky running back if you handcuff the next running back with it. You next up the next man in line with it. And so that that is a a, a option. I would take I think Bijan has the opportunity to be in finish your fantasy as a top two, three running back. There's nobody that's that's if he stays up. You gotta handcuff it back up with him though, because you know Algeria most rookies, they do have that they with that point where they hit the wall at some point in the season. So you yep. know he's gonna have a wild point at some point in the season, and you should be prepared for it by hand sussing the next running back up with it. Now I'm a, I'm gonna give you a bulletproof running back strategy that could work, and it has worked for me before. Um, it's helped me win championships before. When you look at running backs, you also got to look at the backup. So you do have three running backs. So let's say the perfect example will be B. John Robinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to draft Tyler Algier because it's not more than likely not going to go to a committee if B. John Robinson uh, goes down, it's going to go to Tyler Algier. Right. Go back around and you draft Najee Harris. But when you mm-hmm. draft Najee Harris, 
take Jalen Warren in the later round. Because no. if I go down, it's not going to be a committee. Maybe it's going to be Jalen Warren, right? That's what I was talking about, Green. You got to handcuff that, that next random back. You got to handcuff. You got to get a handcuff that's not going to be a committee. Now, I'm going to give you another one. Miles Sanders. Chuba Hubbard would be the, the number one running back, and Miles Sanders is notorious for getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. I've been in the preseason. So when you look at when you look at stuff like that, um, when you look at running backs and the backups, when you got a solid backup that and he's he's not gonna be on a committee, take that running back and then take the handcuff. Mm-hmm. That's a good strategy. Yeah, something that's good. It's good advice. Yeah, it's great insurance, man, for your team. Yeah, you know, if you draft the backup to the star running back. Mainly, if that guy go down, you got the, the backup step in. You don't lose any. You don't lose a step in the season. You don't lose any right. points. And then, yeah, I was right. trying to say the points. When you look at your strategy, you're not losing any points based on what you're trying. Another to one, do. another strategy that I want to see what you guys think about is that it, it's kind of tricky to kind of navigate. Is that time sharing strategy, man? You know, you mess around and you draft CMC, and then you come to find that. That the, the, the what's the other kid name that that's right behind CMC uh and they're sharing they're sharing a lot of time you know that's a tough thing to kind of navigate against running back what's your thoughts on that on the I, 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 but that's why when we uh, agreed when you said you wouldn't touch Travis Etienne the first thing that came to mind was Tate Bates because he gonna be sure he I, I believe Tate Bates gonna be yeah, I think he's gonna be a dog this year. Even though he's a rookie, I think I think he's gonna get a lot of those touches too. So I, I I that's why that's why with my early pick, I'm trying to pick two running backs. He's not gonna share no time with nobody. I mean they they, they will a little bit, but Chubb gonna be the man. I feel like Tony Pollard gonna be the man. I agree with you on that too. Yeah, Tony Pollard gonna get the blow. Yeah. I think I think in Minnesota, I think Madison gonna be the man. Gonna be the man, yeah. So he's gonna give a shot. That's what I'm looking at. So I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to grab him early if I can. And I worry about my receivers late. You know how I kind of navigate that is I kind of, well, I'm thinking about who, which. When I look at two running backs, I'm looking at who gets the touchdown. Simple as that. Which one of them do I believe gonna get the most touchdowns? And that's the one that I kind of, you know, go lean towards when I'm thinking about that 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 time sharing situation. Whichever one that the other two it is, that's the one that I usually take, man. Hey, yeah. It's been a, been a great conversation here with us. Yeah, good, good conversation, fellas. Hey, I just want to tell our listeners, man, y'all, if y'all get a chance, um, go ahead and follow us on, on Instagram and on um, on, tw- on Twitter, at Boy Huddle. That's it, at Boy Huddle. Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, let us know what y'all think about these strategies, any input, you know. Let us know what y'all think about the strategy that he talked about. Yeah, shout out to all the Bulldogs. That's a wrap on another episode, fellas, of the Homeboy Huddle, man. As as Mikael said, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Homeboy Huddle. Hey, guys, uh, stay tuned for the next episode of some fantasy greatness. And until next time, hey, we out, fellas. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Homeboy Huddle. 
Fantasy Football Unleashed podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, and follow us on your favorite podcast platform so that you never miss an episode. Lock right here for all things fantasy football. See you next time.